Hi there! Welcome to Women with Books, the podcast that talks about genre fiction for, by, and about women. I'm your host, author Lindsay Emery. My guest today had to deal with about 1,500 technological issues that were all my fault before we were able to finally get our interview done. So a big thank you to the patient, talented, and lovely Layla Hagen, and welcome to all her fans who I know can't wait to hear more from their favorite prolific author. I just wanted to remind everyone that you can sign up for the Women With Books newsletter at my website, womenwithbooks.com. I send out notices of past and future guests and include exclusive interview questions from my fabulous guests. You don't want to miss out. I also wanted to announce that my Christmas novella, Resisting Santa, is available for pre-order now and will be available everywhere on November 6th. It's the first in the Mistletoe Key series, a fictional island in Florida where Christmas is celebrated 365 days a year. If you love Hallmark holiday movies, you'll definitely adore Mistletoe Key. And to help the Keys recover from Hurricane Irma, I'll be donating the proceeds of Resisting Santa from the month of November to Hurricane Relief. So, funny, adorable Christmas novella, and a good cause, what are you waiting for? And speaking of waiting, let's put an end to that and start the interview. Welcome to Women With Books, and I've got a great guest today. I'm going to go ahead and say her name, Layla Hagen. Welcome, Layla. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you are too. Um, I'm, if I sound a little frustrated, everyone, it's because technology, man. Ah, 21st century <laughs> yeah. stuff right now. Um, but it kills me. So I'm going to go ahead and just jump into what I want to talk about. Is you've got a new book coming out November 1st, right? Yes, I have. Your One True Love. Your One True Love, and it is the latest installment in the Bennett Fan. Bennett family series. <laughs> ben, Bennett fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, it's is it number eight? Is that correct? Yeah, it's the number eight, eight. I mean, all books are standalones because they um, feature um, a different sibling in the Bennett family. But yeah, it's the eighth book. And how many siblings are there going Nine. to be? Nine. So after this one, there's just ones? one left. No, <laughs> but they do have a lot of cousins. So. That's fantastic. Yeah, you can't just discover long lost siblings that no one ever heard of. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. That's a lot of drama yeah. right there. So where did you get the idea of the Bennett family series? Um, honestly, um, I don't know. I first I thought it was because um, I read a lot of romance that featured big families, and then uh, at some point I reread the Harry Potter series, which is a favorite of mine. And then there were scenes with the Weasley family, which is like a really, you know, big family. And I was like, hmm, maybe that's actually the origin of, you know, because I I really like writing the scenes where um, the family interacts and where you can see. Um, I don't know, you can gauge a bit of everyone's personality and so on. So, yeah, I think it's a mix of everything I've read before, probably. Oh, I love that. I love that the Weasleys inspired yeah. contemporary romance. <laughs> There's probably a lot of that in fan fiction, but... <laughs> yeah, no, Not I was so mainstream. convinced I was inspired by, you know, the, the, the great romance writers like Nora Roberts. I've read a lot of her books, and then I reread the Harry Potter series, and I was like... 
nope, J.K. Rowling strikes again. It was the Weasleys. <laughs> it was the Weasleys. Do you come from a big family yourself? Or? No, I just have one just, sister. Just one sister. Yeah, me yeah. too. So I think that's one reason why writing big families kinds of um, intimid would intimidate me because <laughs> I don't know how to deal with that many people <laughs> around the table. What's the easiest part of writing the Bennett Family series for um, you? The family scenes. I, I, I always love um, just, you know, I, I kind of see them interact or hear them in my head. So it's it's really easy to get that on paper. That's lovely. And you've lived with them now in your head for so long. I bet it's like. Yeah, it's actually exactly. It gets I mean, I like this is one of the I mean, this is my first long series, but I, I kind of like you know having these characters in my head over a year and longer and just you know growing and um yeah they get freakishly real for me do um other people in your life or do they think that they compete with the bennett family (laughs) (laughs) yeah well my husband sometimes was like you know i'm right here so (laughs) i demand some attention yeah, I can get lost in my writing. It's I, I, I hope it's an occupational hazard and not just me being a weirdo. No, I think it's definitely an occupational hazard. What's the hardest part of writing such a long series? Um, well, keeping track with details. When someone started what job, when someone moved abroad, when they came back. And, um, you know, I in the beginning I used to have all of that in my head, but then it escalated quickly. So now I'm making charts and I still find myself sometimes like I'm making mistakes and uh, yeah, I have to be really careful because uh, once I one I don't remember exactly the, it was a minor mistake, but then a reader wrote me, oh, you know, you said this on page 30 and then in another book it was uh, completely different. I was like, oops. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I really try. It's it's a bit hard, you know, with nine people and the family gets bigger, the more of them get married, so yeah. Right. It's not just the siblings at this point, but all exactly. of their spouses and, and kids. friends and yeah. and yeah. kids. Right. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, what's your favorite thing about contemporary romance? Before we started recording, you were telling me about how much you love reading yeah. uh, all different types um, of genres, but what do you like about contemporary romance? I think it's just easier for me to escape in them. I mean, um, I come I come from a f- I mean, fantasy background is loosely, but my my um, love for reading started in fantasy. Um, so I always assumed you need some sort of fantast- fantasy element to you know to, to fully forget about everything in this world. But it's I don't know I just um, in, in in the years that have passed since I've I've realized romance is doing the job for me much better. It's um I literally like nothing more than just, you know, opening a book when I get with my kin- not a book, the Kindle. When I when I uh, go to sleep at night and just I'm like <laughs> I will just read a few pages which escalates to many, many chapters, but I always think it will be just these few pages. And uh, yeah, it's the best way to, to just relax. I love that you uh, read fantasy. Is that what you started off with as reading as a kid? Is is that was that your main love? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, as a kid, I read everything. Like yes. I was really one of those kids. I just it was oh look a book I have to read it, and um, but then I started. I got hooked on the Harry Potter series, and um, 
that was it. I was sold on on books even more and on fantasy and um, yeah. All right, I know people are gonna kill me for saying this, but have you ever thought about writing a fantasy book, or is there one mm. deep down inside of you that's gonna come out one day? One was on my hard drive, but it will not see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, well, I won't push. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I tried, but um, I, I, I even now sometimes I, I, I have you know like just this idea, but. Um, whenever I start writing it, I just get back to my to my romance family, and I'm. It always wins. I think it's nice though to have that little safe space, you know, that you can know you can go read and not have your writer yeah, brain getting involved. That actually, that's so true. That's so true. Because that's when I read romance, I'm always like, you know having this structure in my head and, and, and reading as a writer and when I write, when I read anything else that just switches off. It's it's actually more relaxing in that from that point of view. It is. I definitely can see that. Um, that's why I still read nonfiction books and all these other genres because I don't criticize, you know, the way a nonfiction author writes. Yeah. What do I know? I don't know anything about it's that. True. It's hard to tell it's but no, but it's, it's hard to turn criticize. that inner. Well, maybe not critic, but at least editor, you know. And it's 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 easier to do it for for other genres. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That's a better way of putting it. Well, was there a book that um, was formative or changed your life in some way? Would you say it was Harry Potter, or was there another book? Well, uh, the, the Harry Potter series made me into a writer, so to say, because I I don't know, I just became mm-hmm. so passionate about stories that I just started making up my own. But um. Um, well, recently, and by recently, I actually mean I think months ago, I read Beard Science by Penny Reed. Um, she's an amazing author, and I cannot say it changed my life, but it's like even after so many months, I yeah, I still think about it. It's it's, it's really amazing. It just yes, I'm gonna get to talk to oh, Penny yeah, well, soon, and I'm going to ask her lots of beard science questions and yes. brothers questions. So you'll have to let me know if you have oh, any I questions will. that you want me to ask her on the air. I will. It's really <laughs> a great book. They are, but I will save my gushing for the Penny Reed episode. Um, you have a huge following in the German market. I mean, part of your website is um, dedicated in German. I'm assuming I can't read German, but I'm assuming. <laughs> um, well, uh, it's relatively new because the book will come out in February next year the first book in the Bennett series oh, and then the second okay. one is in is in March um, we had a special edition coming out in August so that's why it's set up as part of my uh, my website I just want my reader to have a place to reach out to me and um, you know to sign up to my newsletter if they want to keep in touch so I, I just made a subsection in German so are you starting with the um, first series or first book and putting it in German? Yeah, then? exactly. Did you have to make any changes about your books when you when you put them in, in German for German audiences to understand? Um, no, no, not at all. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, obviously, I didn't make the translation myself, obviously, but I, since I can read German, um, I, uh, they sent me the manuscript after it was translated and it I didn't see any 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 changes in content. 
Okay. Because the reason why I asked was I had I had one of my books that was published in the UK, and I always joke about how it had to be translated into English because <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things that, you know, came back to me. The editor was like, I think this is really funny, but I don't get it. Oh. <laughs> and um, just little brand names and things like that. I thought, well... Um, Maybe I haven't had any other translation uh, experiences, so I didn't know if that was uh, taken care of when you, uh, I guess, hire. That's a really interesting aspect, but... but I, 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 I really haven't noticed any 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 changes. Well, maybe it's just I was too specific about. <laughs> no, but language. I think it's different because you know British and U.S. humor are pretty different. I I found that out. By the reviews. <laughs> because whenever That's I okay. read like right. more um, UK authors, for some reason, some some sort of words or expressions slip into my writing, and my editor always points them out. My better readers, everyone is like, um, this word is feels weird or it doesn't belong here. And I'm like, yes, it does. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So they were they're like, I think this is more appropriate for a uh, for the UK. I'm like, okay. It goes. I know. I feel so sophisticated when I use a Britishism, <laughs> though. I have to do that just in my personal life, not in my books. Uh, when people ask you for recommendations, is there someone, an author or a book that you always recommend to them? Um, a lot. I mean, um, I could gush about a lot of authors, but for example, one of my go-to authors for just super funny feel good reads is Jill Shalvis. She has many contemporary romances. And I think I've read about twenty or something and she has more. She has more than one hundred and she's awesome. And um Melanie Sean too. They write um contemporary mm -hmm. romance in um small towns and I love their books. It, it's it's like they're two sisters, Melanie and Shauna and they write together. Oh okay. And I I really recommend their series. Do you like small town um, uh, settings? Is that like your comfort zone? Yeah, it is. I'm in. I come. I don't come from a small town. I don't know if I could live in a small town, but I sure love reading about them. It's. It's yeah. It's like a going. It's. It feels like a safe space. I don't know. It's yeah. It's easier to get invested in it than if, especially if you. I mean, most of these small towns are fictional, obviously. And for some reason, it 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 feels like it's easier to get in to to get lost in such a fictional settings than for in well-known cities. Well, for those of us that didn't grow up in small towns, I think you know, actually, there might be more in common with a fantasy book <laughs> in that it feels Probably. like a whole That's new world, idea. you know, and with all these strange yeah, characters and <laughs> but ones you can yeah, instantly relate to, of course. Yeah. Is there a book you've been recommending a lot lately? You said you send out book recommendations in your newsletter. Is that books you read? You get to read early reviews, or I have a bit of an eye strain, so I can't read as much. I listen to audiobooks, but I read faster than audio than listening to other audiobooks, so it takes more to get through a book. I don't know. Do you listen to romance in audiobook? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Lately. I've only done uh, nonfiction in audiobooks, I think, because I can listen to it in the car with kids, and it's a lot easier for me to make time for it that way. You know, if I want to read a big biography, if I can also do it while doing something else, it's 
when I read a romance, I want to just settle into the bathtub or the couch and and focus. Yeah, it wasn't so easy for me in the beginning. Like, if I, it was weird. If I liked the narrator voice, I would fall asleep. Mm. And if I didn't like the voice, I just couldn't listen to it. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, I've 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 learned to 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 listen to it when when I like the narrator. It's it just um yeah, I think it's I think it's it needs a bit of training. It did for me at least. What uh, book or genre genre would people be surprised that you like? That's interesting. Um, well, maybe not as the reading genre, but they love everything related to superheroes. I think Marvel could probably make 20 films in the next years and they would watch all of them. So, um, yeah. I have a thing for superheroes. What do you think about Thor's new haircut? I'm biased when it comes to Chris Hemsworth. I'm sorry. I could like him with no hair, extra hair, green hair. It's, yeah, he's just likable. He is. Yeah. I cannot wait for this new yeah, movie. Me too. I'm sorry. Let's just gush for a second. Yeah. I see the commercials and I am. Yeah. I'm just giddy. I see pictures and I'm giddy. I see exactly when I'm when I go to a movie. I'm like, please, please show me the trailer again. I've already seen it so many times. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish we could go see it together. That would be so fun. That'd be just a bunch of let's just fill a theater full of romance authors and yeah fans and. <laughs> I think he's got but a lot it... of fans in the romance community. I think so. And doesn't Tom Tom Hiddleston's in the movie as well, right? It should be right. It's a tour movie. He usually yeah. makes an appearance in them. I think I I think I did see him in a trailer, and I went like Aah! I made a sound that I probably should have just made on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's got a lot of fans. I think I think of... listeners will understand. Yes, he's got a lot of fans in the romance community too. So. A new Thor movie. Oh, it's so funny. I shouldn't talk about this, but one of my daughters, she is such a big Thor fan. And I don't even think she maybe, <laughs> she's a little young, so I'm not really sure if she recognizes the crush for what it is, but... For a crush, yeah, okay, she'll, yeah. She'll kind of blush when he comes on this the screen. So and she'll be like, I like Thor. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> No judgment. Everyone likes Thor. I know. I, I shouldn't have talked about it. She'd be so embarrassed. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, hey, there's nothing wrong with this. You like the one with long blonde hair and the big muscles? Join the club. Yeah. I have to admit, I did like him more with long hair, but I'll take him with short hair, too. Yeah, I have no problem with any of that. <laughs> what do you think about the DC movies, though? Are you as big a fan of the Superman batman versions you know i haven't seen them okay i know it's weird but for some reason it's it's um i i love the the, the batman series with christian bale but mm -hmm. for some reason I, I never got into the new one i mean I, I i would maybe but i didn't even see it i haven't really either my husband always I, i'm 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 with you my husband always wants to see batman i'm like why i don't batman <laughs> is just gloomy i think it's the my problem is prob maybe because I've already seen the the, the last trilogy. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. It's the same with Spider-Man. I was like, guys, this is the third Spider-Man you know? reincarnation in like 10 years. It's I like it, but it's even for a superhero fan. Um, yeah. That last spider I, I would have said the same thing. We took the kids to go see it, though, because it was more kid, you know, younger, friendly. friendly. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. I was really surprised by how much I really liked that Spider-Man uh, this summer. It was it was good. And um, no, it was, it was is great. a great movie. I just yeah, it wasn't as good as Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, I guess, is my uh, oh, exception to the DC awesome. movies. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to see Batman, and I'm you know just want to see the still pictures of Henry Cavill as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's gonna have um, Wonder Woman in it, I guess they'll they'll win me over eventually because she was oh amazing. they were going to do also this this all this um justice league is that it? yeah okay i love I that we're talking about, about this but again <laughs> i think this is something a lot of romance authors and readers like because it's probably over the top dramatic storytelling that has a happy ending usually and has a lot of yeah. guys so there I, exactly. I brought it back Win-win. around. I brought it back around to, <laughs> to romance. Uh, you're welcome, readers. All right. Are you welcome? Are you ready, Layla, for the lightning round? Yes. Okay. Here we go. These are key questions that everyone wants to know. Very important. Do you prefer dark or milk chocolate? Milk, 100%. I think I know the answer to this one. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Mm, coffee. I tried tea. I went back to coffee. <laughs> I go back and forth, but man, these days it needs <laughs> needs some coffee. Yeah. My daughter made me coffee this morning. I told her That's she won. Sweet. She won the week. She's like, "Is it okay?" <laughs> I put. I think she was worried she put in too much. I go, "Oh, honey, it's never, never too much. Don't worry about it." <laughs> When your phone rings, do you answer it? Yes, if I have to. I prefer written communication. It's, I, I don't know if I'm a weirdo, but I just small talk makes me a little nervous. No. And usually in writing, you don't have you, you can kind of skip that part, you know. Right. No, you are not. You are in the majority on this. I will tell okay. you. <laughs> How do you normally waste time on the internet? I watch trailers. Okay. All the trailers, any trailers, I just, I don't even remember them. I just, I just like watching them. That's interesting. I can see that you really zone your brain out, but I bet you're still picking things up for your books and stuff. That might be. I mean, I'm, I am I like going to the movies, so usually I just, you know, I watch trailers. I'm like, please, I want to go see something. Just show me something that interests me. And then it kind of escalates me watching every trailer for movies this year. I love it. Just as a side note, and I'm going to exit the lightning round for a minute. Do you listen to music when you write? No, I need absolute mm-hmm. silence. It's, okay. um, I tried. And some, you know what's weird? Sometimes I, I listen to music when I'm not writing, and then I get ideas. Okay. It kind yeah. of kickstarts my brain, but I cannot listen while I write. All right. Yeah, that's just what made me think when you said that about trailers, because I was like, I wonder if the music and the emotion... Because they show you the yeah, high Yeah, I listen to... I, I kind of listen to a lot of um, uh, soundtracks, like from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones or everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I suddenly because I have one book where I listen to a song and it was like I could see the book in a trailer. 
you know, as the lyrics went mm. on, it's like my brain was like, oh, and I'm going to do this. And then they're going to kiss there and they're going to do this. And and every time I listen That's to so that cool. song now, it's like I've got a mental trailer. So one day when I'm a millionaire, <laughs> I've got to hire some actors and <laughs> an editor <laughs> and make that happen for me. All right. Back to the lightning round. Um, mm-hmm. Do you prefer vacations on in the mountains or on the beach? Mountains. Okay. Do you prefer abs, forearms, or a chiseled jaw on a book cover? Oh, forearms. I mm. love forearms. There's yeah. a very sizable contingent for that one, too. <laughs> Looks good. I think you're... I was, gonna, I was just looking at one of your covers. I can't pull it up right now, but there was a really good forearm on it. Yeah. I think exactly. I was one? like, "Oh, forearm! I want that! I want that picture!" Yeah. The one where he's like, yeah, now I'm, up I'm to her face, and yeah. I'm, I just could look at the forearm. That's all I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right now, I'm talking to to a um, photographer about shooting a couple for my next uh, series for for the cover, and I'm like, I want to see his forearms. I want to know if they're photo worthy. Yeah. Oh, I love that! It's such a dream. Send me twelve pictures of forearms, please. <laughs> Auditions. Exactly. (laughs) More arm auditions. Yeah. Uh, Are you more likely to buy a book cover with abs on it or a beach scene? Mm. Probably abs. That's that's all right. I do buy the occasional beach um, cover, but yeah, I'd go with abs. And the very important last question everyone wants to know. What are your feelings about turning to the last page of a book first? I've done that once. And you haven't done it again? I was so afraid of doing it, but I had to do it. It was in the last Harry Potter book. I was so terrified he would die. And I was like, I just wanted to know, you know, so I could like brace myself. And I just did. And I was like, okay, now I can. My life is back on track. Understandable there, especially after all those books. And it's and you could see she could do it. It was it was in the realm of possibility when you started that last book. Exactly. Because she was teasing us with it. And I was like, no, she can't do it. But what if she does? So, yeah. I've never done it since, though. So, yeah. I'm usually a good girl. I just broke the rule that time. Yeah, you get a pass for that. Anyone would excuse you for that. (laughs) Well, this has been so much fun, Layla. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, How can people get in touch with you or or buy your next book that's coming up? Um, Well, my books are available on all platforms, and um, I I love receiving emails from readers or um, Facebook messages. They can can get in touch with me everywhere. My email is listed on my website, and if they just type my name into Facebook, um, I will pop up. Great. And the next book, again, is, let's just make sure everyone knows, Your One True Love. Exactly. It comes out November 1st, and I can't wait. For everyone to read it. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait either. Thank you so much and we'll talk soon. Yep, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. If you like this podcast, please go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review. And if you want to share your love of a book with the world, you can go to our Facebook page and leave a comment or 
this is the fun part. I have an actual phone number in our show notes. Call, leave a message about a book that you loved and you want the world to know about, and I will try to play your voicemail on the air so that you can be a part of this podcast, which, after all, is all about reading and readers. This is Lindsay Emery on Women With Books. Keep reading. <laughs>